theme song you just heard is Tikkun Olam, which resonates the soul of this broadcast to help repair the world, especially the church and Israel. Tune in each week. Our message is coming from Jerusalem and will give real meat to the Word of God in this season of much-needed Bible truth. I would like to see this broadcast help you catch a glimpse of what you've been missing and to help you reconnect your faith to the missing link. Why? There's so much to tell. Just join us now for our time together. Restoring the Jewishness of Jesus that our churches have hardly ever spoken about. Acts chapter 3 and verse 21 says, Heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. Well, the sands of time have covered many an earthly treasure, but none so valued and of paramount importance as unearthing the cover-up, revealing a negligence and irrelevant lack of importance by the church of the Jewishness of Jesus to our faith. Among the sand dunes of history formed by the forces of power of winds of doctrine is an imprint which the Messiah of Israel left on the whole world. And truth demands the discovery of who he truly represents and that he should be given back to the world to remember him for who he was and forever will be a Jew. It's the responsibility of those who see him clearly from the Hebrew scriptures to share with others during these days of the restoration of all things. Again, Acts chapter 3, verse 21. I think we should say, shall the real Jesus please stand up and come home to his people? What do I mean by this? Well, anyone can change a man's name, but you can't change his birth certificate. Where a child is born is registered in nearly every nation, along with his nationality. There would have been a census record made at the time of his birth. And the truth about Jesus, and I will call him by his real name, Yeshua, both are beautiful. The truth about him, it isn't irrelevant as it's been treated through the centuries by the church. Christian history is shrouded and has shrouded Jesus from his own people. Early portraits of him camouflaged his manhood and appearance for centuries. Christians need to internalize that Jesus is a Jew, and nothing's going to change that truth. And whether the cover-up was an actual attempt at burying the truth or just an embarrassing lack of education, the evidence has been hidden for millions while submerged as if in a sandy burial tomb in these sands of time. Well, the lifestyle and the culture of Jesus has been hard to decipher over the centuries. Portrayed as insignificant, Jesus' Jewishness is hard to understand for some. Christians 
sometimes stand between Christ and the Jews, concealing the Savior's true image from them. And there's no doubt the church suppressed what they projected to be a minor point to the Christian faith. It separated us from our mother faith and brought a parting of the ways. It certainly encouraged it. The oldest known portrait of Jesus was found in Syria and dated to about the year 235. It was already at that time showing Jesus as a beardless man dressed in the style of a philosopher with close-cropped hair and wearing a tunic and a pallium, which is like a papal ecclesiastical church vestment of the Roman Catholic Church, such as a pope would wear. Anybody can find that information in Wikipedia. His real outer garment robe, his real one, the Bible tells us, was seamless, as should have been portrayed as a garment worn by a high priest. Without this garment, a high priest couldn't serve in the temple. And what resulted was that the church watered down the Lord's role as Jewish Messiah. Since the passing of his original Jewish disciples, who, by the way, his original disciples were flayed alive, sawed in half, beheaded, crucified upside down, he evolved for many as a Gentile God after they passed away and went on to be with the Lord. The first-hand Jewish witnesses of Jesus who walked and talked with him were no longer now on the earth. And the personality and the manhood of Jesus, Yeshua, was quickly covered up and lost. That's what I'm trying to bring home today. The sands of time have covered up the Jewishness of our Hebrew Lord. It was not a Gentile, but a Jewish world which birthed, raised, and honored Jesus when he walked on earth. I love to read the account of the triumphal entry of Jesus when he came into Jerusalem. On that day, it was Jewish people who were putting their garments on the donkey under him. It was the Jewish people laying palm branches. They were ready to crown him king, the people of Israel were. But it was God who had plans to include the non-Jews, the Gentiles, into the kingdom of God that was to come. And he carried out his plan that day. What's so sad is that the Gentiles to whom God opened the way of salvation through Jesus, actually over the centuries ended up slapping the Jewish people in the face and saying, we'll take your message, we'll take your Bible, we'll take your wise men, we'll take your Jesus, but we don't want you Jews. You know, the story of Ruth, she joined Naomi. She joined the community of Israel, but the church didn't. It chose to separate completely from Israel. And today we have a missing link in our faith, one that Jesus did not sanction. You know, he reminds us in 
the Brit Hadashah, which is Hebrew for the New Testament, I am a Jew. He told the woman in John 4.22 at the well, he said, we Jews know who we worship. In the book of Revelation, in the last chapter, the last few words he ever spoke to us, he said, don't forget, I am the root of David, or of the root of Jesse, Ishai. I am a Jew. He didn't want those who would come many years later to forget. But there's many who read the Bible today who just don't want to accept that. He was born under the Torah, in other words, the law, of which some Christians are very afraid. But Galatians 4.4 tells us he was born under the Torah. He was circumcised on the eighth day, as all Jewish boys are, which is the Jewish custom and the law of God. The apostles he chose were all Jewish. He, he lived in respect of the Mosaic law, which was preached in the synagogues, and he stood up to read about himself from him. He taught the Torah all his life. He proclaimed he was the Messiah announced by the Jewish prophets. And the godly old God-fearing Jew, Simeon, said in Luke chapter 2, verse 30, Now my eyes have seen your salvation. Now look, I know I'm arguing uh, something that's unpopular in the church today. We don't talk about Israel and the Jews. Well, what's that got to do with us, right? Well, it is the truth from God's unchanging word, and truth is raising its voice. And our hope is that those truly following the Lord will seek the truth and ask God to forgive past and current deceptions in our churches, and that we'll be truth seekers, and that we'll go, and go right to the word of God, we'll study hard, and we'll let the Bible challenge us. We have talked about unlocking some of the Jewishness of Jesus today, and I just pray that all of you who have never given it much thought would start thinking about the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, the Jesus that we have either grown up with, became born again from, what he taught, what he said, what he did, what he celebrated, and the prophecies he fulfilled all came from Israel. So I just encourage all of you, I encourage you to dig into the scriptures, and learn the meanings behind the words that Jesus spoke. I'd like to remind us all that when Jesus saw his disciples on the Sea of Galilee, he said, Let Ishray, follow me. Come on, follow me. He didn't say follow a religion. He didn't say follow a man. He said, Let Ishray, follow me. So, Father, we just thank you for this time together. Thank you for ears that were able to hear, hearts that were able to absorb and to take this all in. Father, you are in the business of restoring all things, even now, as you foretold in the book of Acts. We submit our will. 
We ask for excitement and zealousness in the word of the Lord to be in our hearts to learn more and more about who Jesus really was, who Jesus really is, and who Jesus will always be. May everyone who comes and hears this message become more like him. We thank you in his precious name. Amen.